Well, hello there, Dr. Brian McCain, not just a chiropractor, Stanford, Darian, Norwood, McCain. Today, we're going to be discussing neuropathy Q&As. We get a lot of these Q questions, and today we're going to answer them. So it's only fair we get these, get these things out there and help away and answer what we can. So here's the um, neuropathy. Okay, so what happens, we saw a lot, started seeing a lot of patients. Now, as a chiropractor, really don't treat neuropathy. But since I'm a chiropractor, everything, everybody, people think everything we do here is chiropractic. It's not true. But what I was doing was I was finding that people respond to a number of different treatments, therapies that are kind of out of the box. Because you know, if you get diagnosed with neuropathy, usually it comes about because you have uh, chemotherapy, uh, alcoholism. Um, it could be trauma, but very, very rarely is it traumatic uh, in, 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 you know, pathway that you're going to get neuropathy from. Neuropathy is usually a more long-term thing. And the other one is diabetes, where um, too much sugar really does a number on the, uh, on the, on the blood vessels. And there's a lot of, lot, I'm not going to go into the etiology of it today, but I'm going to answer some of the questions. So here's the first one. Is peripheral neuropathy curable? The answer is no. The symptoms associated with peripheral neuropathy are treatable. Okay, there's a very, very big, big difference, and also too, I mean, the same. You know, here's the questions that I got: is I, I you know, can peripheral neuropathy be reversed? The symptoms of peripheral neuropathy can be reversed. That's the one thing is, because neuropathy is kind of a comorbidity of an underlying condition. So you know, like I said, I'm not going to treat cancer. I can't fix an alcoholic's problem, and I can't fix a diabetic's problem. So those have to be monitored. So this is why, you know, neuropathy is not curable, is not reversed, and cured. It's just it's it just doesn't you can't cure it. What you have to do is minimize the symptoms because the symptoms are a symptom of another thing. That's what we call a comorbidity. So putting that to rest, you cannot cure and you cannot reverse neuropathy. You can make the symptoms subside and go away which is really as well you can do and and it can be done very well and add to the quality of life because someone you know here's some of the symptoms of peripheral neuropathy that's another question we get so if someone comes in with neuropathy you have first of all the well, the symptom i'm more concerned with is and it's probably not addressed that often is balance i mean a person's balance goes to you know for lack of a better script the balance goes to hell and people are not concerned because balance is not a painful episode, okay? Whereas numbness, and numbness is not a painful thing either. Lack of sensation, that's to me is, again, more important. Balance, numbness. Tingling is something you could live with. Pain, okay. A lot of times people start having pain in the extremities. And it's usually going to be the feet more so, feet and legs more so than the hands. And the reason why is because the feet and the legs are further away from the heart, so you have a problem with getting blood flow. And again, typically neuropathy is, you know, the symptoms are, you know, well, the symptoms, the signs that I look for is lack of oxygenated blood, lack of blood flow, lack of proper nerve stimulation, and lack of glucose regulation, uh, and, and lack of stimulation, if I didn't say, maybe I'm repeating that one. So those are, those are how... I see neuropathy and, and know if there's those 
if those symptoms exist, that we can make a positive difference. Like if you're not getting enough blood flow, we use uh, laser therapy to dilate the blood vessels by stimulating the body to produce more nitric acid. Nit I'm sorry, nitric oxide, not nitric acid. Nitric oxide, which is a vasodilator, a very powerful vasodilator. And like many things in our bodies, we produce less and less of as we get older. So vasodilation opens up the blood vessel, you can get more blood flow. Now, that blood flow has got to be prox properly oxygenated. Now, if you're not getting enough oxygen, one of the things we really got to do is you got to get, um, you drive, we use a thing called blood flow restriction, where it's a therapy, an exercise where we actually um, wrap, wrap these restrictive bands around the extremities and take a person through some exercises and it deprives the muscle of blood flow and oxygen as well because the oxygen travels through the blood flow. And what it does is you open it up, there's the pent-up demand, and it puts more of a demand on the body to get the oxygen to the area. So it kind of super oxygenates the, uh, the, 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 the tissues in the legs and the feet. Like again, primarily we're doing mostly lower extremity. Um, another thing we do if someone's in better shape physically or younger, we're going to use negative oxygen where we put you on a bicycle um, or a vibratory plate and we make you go through these exercises with like a lower oxygen concentration. Typically, your O2 levels would be 99, 98, 99, or 100. And so the deficit places uh, it's on the heart and the lungs. So you have to work more efficiently. So you have to work harder to do the same exercise. And as a result, you're going to get forced more oxygen into the tissue. So it's kind of like just think of that, you know, like taking that deep, deep breath and how much better it feels once you do that. So when we're looking for these symptoms of neuropathy, you know, night pain, uh, that's probably like the biggest one. It's like people wake up in the middle of the night with leg pain, you know, or they feel like bugs are crawling or like you're walking on glass. It's just a, a serious change of sensation that becomes chronic over a period of time, and it needs to get addressed. And those are the ones that usually have people's attention. But a lot of times people don't want to make the changes in um, the dietary changes to make sure we get proper glucose stimulation. So, you know, it's really up to the person to work with us. And our, our program is mostly home-based. And the fact that it's home-based, there's some, several therapies we have to do every single day at home. And that's to one to get the nitric acid, nit nitric oxide. It's a Friday morning. Sorry if I keep calling uh, it nitric acid. Do not take nitric acid, by the way. Nitric oxide, yes. Um, so that and then stimulation, those are two things that we do at home. But we have to make sure that the person's following the right dietary recommendations so there is better glucose uh, metabolism, okay? Um, if you're diabetic and alcoholic, there's a reason why we, there's too much sugar. And sometimes the sugar, high in concentrations, uh, will eat away the myelin sheath, which is, again, not a, sympathy, not, not a symptom you're going to be aware of, but it's one of the problems that makes peripheral neuropathy even worse. So next question is peripheral neuropathy come and go. It starts that way, and then it becomes more and more chronic. The longer you have it, um, what I think tends to happen is the people start to become much more sedentary. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, um, 
it, it, it's a, becomes more sensitive. You don't get up as often because it hurts, or you, 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 you again that loss of balance, which you, you know, you really don't feel the loss of balance till you fall and realize how severe it really can be. So that is, so the symptoms really don't go away. They come and go in the beginning, and then eventually they just start getting worse and worse and worse. But a lot of times the, the, the answer is just go to your doctor. He's going to put you on Lyrica, Sobaltic, Abapentin, and that's it. That's the only thing they have. And those are very powerful medications. And they tend to have a um, – how many medications can you possibly take is really what it comes down to. There's way too many medications that people take now on a regular basis. Well, as far as neuropathy, now we're going to take another one. I mean, your liver has to process all, this, all, these, all these medications. So one's taking you to the left, one's taking you to the right, one's taking you to the north, one's taking you south. So it really has, it, it, it's not a good thing to be on too many medications. And the way we do it, we don't use medications because first of all, as a chiropractor, I don't prescribe medication. But the idea here is, you know, what can we do naturally to make the body function better in light of the underlying illnesses, be it diabetes, alcoholism, or a cancer. That requires treatment, you know. So that that that's really the purpose here is to help. And some people can go with that. And you know, one question I got was peripheral neuropathy fatal? It's only fatal if your balance is off and you fall down and hurt yourself and die. So that's the way I would say it. It's just it robs you of the quality of life you really, really, really deserve. Okay, because again, you're going to become sedentary. If it hurts to walk, or it feels like you're walking on glass, or you're not sleeping at night. You're not getting rest. You're a little cranky. It it doesn't. It's not neuropathy will not kill you again unless you fall down and get seriously hurt due to the balance issues. But um, you know, it, it's it's tough. I mean, I'm gonna give you a really wild example. I mean, somebody I knew who had neuropathy fell asleep with the feet near a fire fireplace. The feet burning and he couldn't feel his feet and his body went into shock and he ultimately died so it's kind of a I know that sounds really graphic but that it's a true story of something I, I know personally and so in that case yeah I guess it can be fatal but again it's not usually in and of itself so the a mitigating circumstance that will cause neuropathy to be fatal but for the most part no and you know so another question is what is peripheral neuropathy and diabetes I'll touch on it briefly, but that's a whole nother subject for another day. So what peripheral neuropathy and diabetes is, two people call it a diabetic foot pain. The feet hurt a lot. Again, why? Because the feet are further away from the heart. The blood flow is not what it could be. Um, also, too, is think about your, your, your arteries, your capillaries, your veins kind of being dried out. It's supposed to be nice and soft and, you know, pumping full of blood, too, and pumping away, you know, blood, you know, from on the way back to the heart. So you really have this um, tax on the system. You know, it's kind of like a, a car, an older car. It just doesn't run well. Well, in diabetes, very few things are running well because you have this, this, this sugar imbalance. And the glucose in your body is out of whack. It's insulin resistance. And so you really lose control. And it's very hard. You know, people don't really follow the diets as well as they're supposed to. I mean, they take the medication but they don't follow diets as well. And that's, that's one of the problems with um, the peripheral neuropathy and diabetes. I mean, as a matter of fact, most of the people we see with peripheral neuropathy are diabetics. That's the one thing I can definitely you know, point out. 
And as long as they're willing to make the changes, um, the changes in their diet, you usually can get a good good response and really seriously minimizing the, the symptoms. You know that that foot pain, the imbalance, everything else just goes with the uh, with, with neuropathy. The other question here is how long does peripheral neuropathy last? Well, as long as you're alive, if you don't treat it properly. So peripheral neuropathy can just becomes part of your life. I mean, you know, maybe a cancer patient who has time for the for the toxins to clear out of their bodies, they'll see more of resolution. Um, you know, if an alcoholic stops drinking, the diabetic's no longer diabetic. So I guess that's 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 to answer it. But I'm not trying to be a wise guy about it. But it um, it can last a long time, and it really comes down to how much sacrifice the person who has peripheral neuropathy is willing to make to get it under control. So it's a matter of controlling anything. It's like, listen, you're overweight, how do you control it? How, you know, you stop dieting. Um, well, stop dieting, guess what? The weight's going to go back on. So I think it's more of a common sense um, answer. You know, here's another one. Can peripheral neuropathy kill you? Like I said earlier, if you fall down, you get hurt. I mean, let's when your balance is off, you can't feel your feet. And you start tripping all the stuff. That's a serious problem. And it really is something that can, you know, be mitigated with the program that we have here at Neuropathy Core Health. Uh, next question, is peripheral neuropathy hereditary? Not not for the most part, I, unless, you know, unless diabetes runs in your family, unless alcoholism runs in your family, or uh, cancer runs in your family, then, then I would say it has more of a hereditary effect. Probably the key thing here, too, is the more you exercise, the less likely the stuff is going to affect you. Because you'll have better blood flow and you'll also have better glucose metabolism as well so people who are you know diabetic and exercise and really watch their diet they're going to do pretty well uh, for the most part with keeping the diabetes under control and i do know a couple of people in their 80s who do that you know pretty well you know i see them at the gym all the time and you know Kudos to them for, for really managing uh, underlying condition and managing very well. So I have to say that it does it's, it's 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 good to see that. Next question is peripheral neuropathy permanent? Uh, like I said, it can be. It depends on the person who wants to make those you know make those changes in, in their in their in their lives to to make a difference. Now here's another one. What does peripheral neuropathy mean? Well, it means you have lack of blood flow. Lack of stimulation, poor glucose metabolism, not enough oxygenated blood, and you have pain, pain, leg pain, numbness. I feel like you're walking on glass. Uh, lack of sensation in the feet. Um, you can't. You know, you, some people like aren't aware that they have like a, a cut on their foot. The cut gets infected. That's that's actually a pretty important point is that when you have neuropathy, you really should be under regular dietary care because it, it can creep up and cause some serious, serious issues that become much more devastating because there's so many nerve endings in the feet that you have to be cognizant of that because if the nerve endings aren't feeding the brain the right information, you're going to have a little bit of a problem there. And the next one, is peripheral neuropathy dangerous? It can be. I mean, I think that's a pretty safe, you know, it can definitely be... Uh, you know, can, def can definitely be an issue, okay? Probably, again, with falls, 
um, you know, lack of sleep. I mean, probably the fall. Peripheral neuropathy can be dangerous, especially if it's due to falls. Let's, let's leave it at that. Next question is, can peripheral neuropathy be caused by a bulging disc? You can have chronic nerve pain from a bulging disc. But if you treat the bulging disc, you shouldn't have the nerve pain. So chances are it's not a... You can have both at the same time. Somebody with uh, cancer or an alcoholic can have neuropathy and a bulging disc at the same time. But they're usually not lumped in together, as far as I can tell. Uh, somebody else may have a different opinion on these things. But I, what I see here is that, no, I think it's very, very much a... Uh, it, it's, it's two separate issues that just aggravates each other. And that's the, you know, that's pretty much the way that we work around that one. So it's like, it can be caused. I go, what's peripheral neuropathy? Well, if I haven't answered that one yet, nerve pain, chronic nerve pain, numbness, tingling throughout the lower and upper extremities, made worse by diabetes, alcoholism, cancer. That, that, that's actually not the cancer, it's the uh, chemotherapy. And sometimes trauma. The trauma is very little that I can see. So hopefully, um, what's peripheral neuropathy? You get the gist of it by now if you've been listening. Who treats peripheral neuropathy? Well, neuropathy of core health, by the way. Uh, bing. So typically, you're going to go to a neurologist. The neurologist is going to put you on a medication. They may do a needle EMG. A needle EMG is going to be very, very painful. And you probably don't want to be taking a needle EMG. That's, that's the thing. Is it's very painful. Or they do an actual biopsy. They do a biopsy on it where they dig out the tissue and they do a, a count about how many, how thick the blood vessels are. Again, pretty painful. You, you probably don't want to do that. We use a thermal imaging study. And a thermal imaging study is, is so much easier. You can see if you're getting adequate blood flow. We do a pulse oximeter test. We do a series of tests to determine if you have neuropathy. Here's an easy one. So who treats neuropathy? Good if I didn't answer it, you know. Medical doctors, chiropractors, physical therapists, everybody does it. Acupuncturists, but everybody's got their own bend on it. You're going to go for medication and uh, don't bother listening. I mean, no, you, you can listen to get educated, but it's just not the way it's going to make much sense because the last thing you need is yet another medication. Um, can peripheral neuropathy cause itching? Hell yeah, because you're not getting the blood flow. A lot of times, if the blood, the, uh, the capillaries are kind of collapsing or they're really shrinking because they're not being. Uh, energized by blood flow going through it enough. It's like drying out. Yeah, you can definitely get some itching. You can, you know, and itching is kind of a, uh, it goes along with numbness and tingling. So when you have peripheral, you can definitely get itching. Um, I think this one already came up. Can the peripheral come and go? It can come and go in the beginning, but not much longer. What causes peripheral other than diabetes? Well, alcoholism, chemotherapy, Idiopathic is what we just don't know. People just have neuropathy. And those are the primary drivers there. Really, primary as far as I'm concerned. Diabetes being the bigger one. Is peripheral neuropathy painful? It definitely can be painful. There's no doubt about that. Um, it definitely it can be very painful, especially at night. You know, you're laying down and your legs are restless and trying to, you know, trying to get some sleep. So that's the, uh, definitely can be very painful. Um, why does peripheral neuropathy cause fatigue? I'm going to tell you why peripheral neuropathy causes fatigue. It causes fatigue because you are not getting the rest you need at night. Okay. 
Um, it's kind of like if you wanted to go up a set of stairs and you had to carry 50 pounds up the stairs, you're not going up the same way as you would have earlier. You know what I'm saying? Without the 50 pounds, like a monkey on your back. Well, your body's not up to it and your body's in a weakened state. So definitely going to cause fatigue. And also too is you're going to have fatigue if your glucose is not regulated properly. You know, if you have hypoglycemia, hyperglycemia, you're going to have changes in uh, that would cause fatigue. So clearly, peripheral neuropathy can cause fatigue. It's actually probably one of the symptoms I didn't mention, mention earlier, but it's good to go over now. Um, peripheral neuropathy, when to go to the ER? Well, you, if you need to go to the ER, you should know that yourself. But um, if you go to the ER with you know numbness, tingling, night pain, chances are they're going to make you wait and take care of everybody else with a little more serious condition first. I think the first thing anybody should do is, if you, well, first of all, you suspect it. You sure as heck can come to neuropathy of core health and get tested for it um, using very non-invasive methods. Or you go to your MD, you probably, you know, do a blood work, you know, say you're pre-diabetic or diabetic and, and go from there. Um, with tumors, with cancer and chemotherapy, it's a little bit differently. Um, but you basically... You probably shouldn't go to the ER when you have neuropathy. You know, where does neuropathy start? Starts, well, it's going to start in the legs and the hands. You know, that, that's a that's a um, thing here. Here's an interesting question: Which statins cause peripheral neuropathy? Statins are a class of, of, of medications that long-term studies really haven't been done on. I mean, everybody takes them, but long-term studies are just you know, they, everything is such a wonderful medication. But your body actually needs cholesterol. It needs, it requires cholesterol. Your brain needs cholesterol. It, you know, hormones are produced with cholesterol. So, statin, it's a, it's a topic. I mean, all statins can cause peripheral neuropathy, but that's not like anything can cause peripheral neuropathy. But for the most part, no. I'd have to say statins are not the cause of peripheral neuropathy. But it sounds like it can. Uh, you know, confusing you, I'm not, because it's honestly, a statin shouldn't cause neuropathy, but the last thing you need is yet another pill. I mean, I'm not a big pill person. I don't recommend taking them. I think, you know, people just assume that if you're taking pills, you're healthy. How about you get on an exercise bike and go from there? So just, if you can avoid a statin, go exercise, eat properly, act, you know, get outside, get some fresh air, get some good rest. And, you know, so that would avoid taking a statin which in this, with this question is what caused that peripheral neuropathy. Is peripheral neuropathy progressive? Yeah, I guess so. That's a pretty fair question. And what causes peripheral neuropathy and diabetes? The blood flow, I would say. Is, and then the lack of, well, no, the blood flow, lack of blood flow, lack of oxygenated blood flow, but even more so, um, the glucose regulation would be the primary drivers of peripheral neuropathy and diabetes. What makes peripheral neuropathy worse? Uh, more illnesses, more pills. The more pills you take, the less healthy you are. Um, can peripheral neuropathy cause headaches? It can. It can, but not for the most part. You know, you, you have much more stuff going on. Here's a pretty easy one. Is peripheral neuropathy serious? Like we said, it's uh, serious as cancer is serious, as diabetes is serious, as alcoholism is serious. Yes, it, 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 it's serious. And does require um, work, not just with the doctor, with the patient as well. Another question, can peripheral neuropathy cause dizziness? Not, well, lightheaded, yeah, if you're not getting adequate blood flow to the brain, 
take it back a few questions early if you're on statin the brain need the brain needs cholesterol and yeah, so um we're never going to see these studies come out from big pharma on the effect of cholesterol or the lack of cholesterol because they keep saying how we get lower and lower and lower it but people are still dying of heart attacks that hasn't changed but everybody's convinced that they take a statin they're healthy rethink that idea okay what helps peripheral neuropathy at night taking care of it during the day you know doing more work at home getting some laser light therapy getting some stimulation getting the proper exercise um so those are really important things to consider when you are neuropathic uh question came up again what are the signs of peripheral neuropathy i think we already beat that one up uh will peripheral neuropathy go away the symptoms will go away for sure if you take care of it how does peripheral neuropathy progress well if you keep ignoring the symptoms you keep ignoring the fact that there's an underlying condition that requires effort on your part not just the doctor or the medication if you're relying solely on medication well probably not gonna it will progress on its own and what triggers peripheral neuropathy well we beat that one up i think um why is it dangerous again so some of these questions are repeats so what i'm going to suggest we do here is if you have questions on peripheral neuropathy give us a uh, give us a jingle 203-875-0840 203-875-0840. Dr. Brian McKay, Neuropathy of Core Health, not just a chiropractor, Stanford, Darien, Norwalk, and New Canaan. All right, a lot of questions. I appreciate it. Hope you learned something today. And if you have questions, fire them off. Thanks. Keep listening.